to this program that is designed with you in mind to cause you to be established in the word of God. I want to take you to our service today and get ready to be blessed even as we were blessed. Your life will never be the same. Now, today's episode. To thank God, begin to appreciate God. Lift up your voice, lift up your voice, lift up your voice. Let's bless God, let's thank Him. Let's adore Him, let's adore Him, let's adore Him. It is not by might, neither is it by power. For us to be alive today, it is by grace. Today's date is on the 19th. And we want to appreciate God. We want to thank God. We want to thank God. We are left with some few days to enter the new year. And it is not because of any good thing you've done. But it's because the Lord has had mercy on you. It is because His favor has located you. You want to open your mouth. Can we thank God? Can we thank God? From the deepest part of your heart, can we thank God? Lift up your voice. Lift up your voice.
Father, we have If you are doing it for Jesus, you can do it better than you are doing. Hallelujah. Amen. All right. Can we be seated in the presence of the Lord? This morning, I want you to know that it is God that has had mercy on us. Our being alive, it is not by our strength. It is not by our beauty. It is not because the total drivers or the, the total we've been boarding have experienced drivers. If you've lived with me throughout this year, you might have heard of so many accidents. So many people have died within the course of the year. Some fell, they never woke up. A bit of a Some slept, they never had life to continue the next day. Others were hit by big. Some also died mysteriously. There are some people, their death was unexplained. Because after all medical examination and diagnosis, nothing was discovered. There are some who also died of coronavirus. And looking at the statistics, countless number of people have died throughout the whole world. You have sat next to Corona patients. Some have even shaked you with the virus. Some have coughed on you. Some have, have even, um, I don't know, but they've, they've held certain items which you also went to hold after them. Just sit down and analyze your life. There are many door handles we've opened. Even those who had no masks on were getting corona, and how much more you? Those who had hand sanitizers in their pockets had coronavirus. There were some people who were bathing with sanitizers. But you and I. We didn't even have a personal sanitizer in our pockets. But today we are alive. And if you are not careful, you begin to think that you are alive because it is automatic for you to sleep and wake up the next day. But I want you to know that any time you sleep, and you are able to lift your hand the next morning and you are able to lift your leg the next morning and you are able to see your brother or your sister the next morning grace has found you I said grace has what? found you I don't even have time to talk about the countless number of attacks we've had in our dreams 
If you don't believe in spiritual things, then I think maybe you are now beginning your Christian life. Because in the realms of the spirit, they can inflict pain to somebody and it will manifest physically. Somebody can be killed spiritually and by the time you realize it has manifested. And with the countless number of attacks we've had throughout the night, just a few is what God reveals to you in your dreams. Just a few. God, is he, sometimes God, he deciphers, he wastes, he tries to look through to see which of the dreams to reveal to you and which of the attacks he should hide it. Should he have revealed everything to you, you'll be dead by now. Nobody will kill you, just the fear of what you saw will kill you. But if you are not careful, you will begin to think that you are alive because you should be alive. The moment you sleep and wake up the next morning and you fail to thank God, what you are communicating to him is that I am alive because I should be alive. That is why the psalmist said, As for me, I will thank God always. And his praise will continually be on my lips. If we had not been for the Lord who was on our side, then what should have happened to us? And the Bible tells us in Psalm 124, the verse number 1 and 2, one and two no? then he said, Then men would have swallowed us alive. Men would have attacked us and swallowed us alive. If God should reveal to you how much people hate you, for no reason, you, you've not done anything. If God should reveal to you the number of people who hate you, and the number of prayers, demonic prayers they are praying against you, and the number of wicked attacks they are bringing your way, then you and I would have been thanking God every now and then. And when people forget, when people forget, they tend to think that they have what they have and they are who they are and they are where they are because of what they have. Can we read the verse number one? It says, if we are not been for the Lord who was on our side, then let the people of Israel say who are the people of Israel today the people of Israel are the church these are God's people the Bible says if it is not God who has been on your side then tell us who if you have not been for the Lord some of us for our many sins we are not supposed to like, no witch should kill you. The sin alone should kill you. Yes. But the Bible said the wages of sin is what? Is death. Any soul that sins must die. Why is it that you are alive? After the many bad things you've done. So it should remind you that there is somebody on your side. There is somebody who doesn't want or wish that you perish. 
if he had not been for the Lord who was on our side, let Israel say, let God's people say, let's continue. If he had not been the Lord who was on our side, when men rose up against us, or when men attacked us, are you aware of the many attacks which have been coming your way? The sprinkling of the powder in front of your door, the sprinkling of the mashed yam. You have no idea. You have no idea the number of things you've stepped in. And you are still alive. You have no idea the number of sicknesses the devil has packaged for you. You have no idea how the way you are living should have resulted in your health. Some of you, you eat late in the night. 11, 12, you are eating fufu. You are eating banku. Some of you can sleep and by, by 1 a.m. when you wake up, you feel hungry and you go and eat fufu. You eat banku. Omotuo jolof. 1 a.m. And after eating, you go back to sleep. If God should mark us and watch our life and give us health according to how we eat and what we eat then all of us should have died by now there is a bad culture in Africa the bad culture is that we eat heavy food in the evening is that not it? so we call it supper and in, in Ghana and Africa, our supper is fufu, banku, omotuo, eba, kokonte, and all these things. And when you see somebody eating fufu by 5 p.m., with chicken, chicken thai, wele, um, cow meat, intestines, yemadie. Hey, with grano soup <laughs> and in tini, <laughs> 5 p.m. No, no. And medical science tells us medical science that it takes 9 to 12 hours for a meat to digest. Uh, 5 hours, and 9 to 12 hours for meat to digest. You, if a meat wants to digest and break into smaller pieces it takes 9 to 12 hours so it is after 12 hours that you can sleep but you eat fufu by 5, 6 some of you 7, 38, 9 that's the time the fufu is ready so by 9.30 you finish eating the fufu latest by 10.30 you are gone how many hours is that? 9.30 to 10.30? How many hours? 9.30 to 10.30? One hour. And the meat in your stomach is supposed to take 9 to 12 hours. So, and when you sleep, digestion ceases. Nothing digests anymore. It's like turning off the fan. The blade cannot turn. Nothing works. So if God should give you health based on how you eat. By, by this time you should be walking like this. With stroke. Yes. 
telling you. So many fats in your body. Fats be brain. Oh, you need in medical terms, they call it calories. Medical terms, friend calories. Fat, sadie. Sadie. They have, you have so many fats in your body. Sadie, and you don't burn fats. Yeah, yeah. And they said that at least within every blessed day, you should take 10,000 steps. Within a day, 10,000. You should walk like this. So, like this is one step. Two, three, four, five, six, seven. 10,000 at least for a day. That's the day you didn't walk. Some of you, from here to the junction to Pamplom, you take taxi. From here to Amasa, my taxi. Even you wish there could be a car from the entrance of your door to your bed. And this is how we are living our lives. Always, if it's not taxi, it's Okada. Always sitting on something without walking. And listen, if God should judge us based on how we live our lives. Nobody will survive. We should all be dead by now. Are you here with me? So the Bible says that then who is really on your side? Who, who has made you well? Who is somebody is on your side? Who is protecting you? Who is giving you help? Who is delivering you from wicked men? Who is that? Who is that? Who is that? It's God. But have you thanked him? Look at how beautiful you are looking this morning. Have you said thank you? Somebody used the cream and that was it. Rashes. Just bought a cream from a shop. And rashes all over. They fought the rashes and it's still not going. It's not going. Look at you. How many times haven't you used the wrong product? And look at your children. Whatever they see goes into their mouth. Whatever they see goes into their mouth. One day I was inside. I was praying. And I heard the voice of the Lord come out. I said, ah, in my house. He just said, hurry up, go out. So I just stood up and I came out. When I came out, I saw my son. With a Vortec bottle like this. And he has opened it. And the, 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 the liquid in the uh, bottle wasn't water. I, do, I don't know what it was. Then he did like this. No, they can't. And I took it for him. <laughs> and he poured it. That, and I started asking, what is this? What is this? And her mother said, it is her medicine. I said, ah. I said, ah. Water. I drink water. And I knew that from that moment on was that the Holy Spirit speaks to us. I'm telling you, the Holy Spirit speaks to us. I'm telling you, if you don't believe it, I'm telling you. I would have been praying by the time I, I realized he would fall unconscious and have to rush him to the hospital. 
How many times haven't God delivered you? I'm talking to you. Have you said thank you? Have you said thank you? If these worldly people are wiser than us, Jesus said the children of darkness are more wiser than the children of the light. Why? Because during this festive season, when you go to the house of an unbeliever, he has tied the goat. Some have tied a cow. Others have tied a sheep. A white sheep. Going to say thank you to a fetish priest. But look at us. When we had the money, we want to buy Christmas dress for our children. But some of you have done your shopping already. What you are waiting for is the Christmas day so that you can wear and come to church. But have you said thank you? Who is actually working for you? That is why coming Saturday, it is our Thanksgiving day. As a church, we are all coming to say thank you to Jesus. And each and every one of us must prepare a white envelope. White. If possible, you can wear white. If you don't have white, no problem. It is the heart that is important. If on that day, nobody goes to work. If your madam is telling you to come to tell him that you are going to church. Oh, yes. And you'll be shocked the owners of these shops and these. They are Christians. They are Christians. Anything that can stop you from God, then it can stop you from going to heaven. Say it again. Anything that can stop you from coming to the house of God can stop you from going to heaven. Yes. And even our, 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 our brothers, our Jehovah Witnesses. They close their shops and they go out and talk to people. I'm telling you, when, when the Jehovah Witness meet you, they don't need to know you before they start teaching you. Is that not it? When we kids, when we hear that they are coming, they will run away. When they catch you, you are dead. Two hours. But Christians, Christians, on Christmas Day, uh, yeah, Pastor, I, I went to work. That's why I didn't. I wasn't able to come. And my madam said I should come. When you go, tell her that on twenty fifth you are going to church. We must be very emphatic on some of these things. When people know your stand, they are afraid to talk to you about certain things. Do you know that in certain companies there are some people you dare not talk to them about bribery and corruption? Is that not it? If you are dealing with somebody and you want to give him an envelope, one of the workers will tell you, Master, where the envelope Haven't you heard it before? Yes. There are some police officers when they arrest you and you try to bribe them, you are dead. Why? Because they have declared their stand. They declare their stand. Why can't we declare our stand? Why can't we prove it to the whole world that I'm alive because of the man up there? Why can't you say that? Why can't you say I'm alive because of that man, Jesus? Hello? Look at the number of times your children have fallen sick. 
This year, your mother and your father were supposed to die. Do you know that? You, I don't know. They were supposed, both of them were supposed to die this year. And today is 19. They are alive. Have you said thank you? Have you said thank you? Last night, God revealed certain things to me. Do they remind me I'll pray for all my spiritual sons and daughters? You have no idea the number of things people are planning against your life. As you are going and coming, people want to kill you. As you are going and coming, somebody wishes you would come for your funeral and drink malt. Yes. Yes. If he had not been for the Lord who was on our side. Somebody's child fell sick. Took the child to the hospital. The child was diagnosed with hole in heart. There was a hole. There is a poor woman. A hole in the child's heart. And they need to do a surgery. Amounted to over 100,000 Ghana cities. One billion and over. This is a woman who doesn't even have 20 Ghana cities in her pocket. Are you better than that woman? Why is that your child is still alive? Your child falls sick. Then you rush him or her to the hospital. And they say, oh, it's malaria. Every day your diagnosis is malaria or fever. There is this woman with a child I would sit across the street and beg for money. When you see the boy's head, how many of you have seen those people that I think they used to come to Amasama and all those places? See the boy's head. This is a poor woman. She's not rich. She doesn't have a house. She doesn't have a car. She doesn't know anybody living outside. And yet, look at the type of child she has given birth to. And she needs to do everything possible to save that child. And so she has been relegated to the street to beg. Begging for one CD, two CD. Can you beg? Can you beg? Can you beg? So the, the man who delivered you from begging, what are you going to tell him? The man who helped you and saved your child such that you are not begging for money to do surgery. What can you tell that man? Some of you are sick. I'm telling you, you are sick. Some of you, you don't know what is wrong with you. The kind of things in your body hidden should you be diagnosed today you die some of you you had HIV oh yes you had it the difference the only difference is that you didn't test it if you like let me bring somebody here next week to test all of us HIV status nobody will come to church nobody will come to church yes I learned you are a lab technician eh? You're a pharmacist. Okay. Like next week, I'll let you bring your accoutrement and test all of us. Yes. You had HIV AIDS. HIV AIDS. 
But for what reason God took it away like this? Yes. And all of a sudden it just disappeared. What are you going to tell such a person? Some of you had corona. Some of you had the hepatitis B. Oh, so many strange diseases. And God has delivered you from them all. Look at your face. Look how beautiful you are. Some of you like today. What is today's date? This 19th, eh, you should have been blind. Somebody should have led you to church. Like this, like. Remember. Remember. Where, where are we now? Where are we now? Uh, so haven't we gotten to church? Oh, I should go back. Yes. How many times have you had a problem with your eyes? How many times have you had a problem with your eyes? One day I was just walking. The only thing I heard was stone. My eyes. I thought I, from the way the thing sounded, I thought, oh, it's over. So I didn't like this. <laughs> there was no, there was nothing in my heart. Hey. Then I touched it again. Then I went for a mirror to confirm. There was there was not even a cat. I don't know who threw the stone. Yes. Somebody, not a stone, no, just a, a pillar. A, a bar like this. His eye pine, then all of a sudden started bleeding. And the eye was destroyed. I saw a man at Amazamai. Put cotton in his eyes. Solitaire it. Um, last three weeks, I saw another woman at Amasamai um, Totro Station. Oh, when I saw her, I started crying. They put, um, I don't know whether it's bandage or whatever. Oh, beautiful woman. Beautiful woman. But she has lost one of her eyes. And there's another beautiful young lady. Her hand is like this. Her hand is like this. And it's as small as that of a baby. Beautiful girl. Beautiful girl. You are alive. You have your hands. You have your fingers. Somebody's mistake. Somebody's mistake. Somebody's mistake took her fingers. Three. The three is gone. Now it's left to Tolu two. It's left to Tolu two. How many times have you had an accident in your house? Somebody slipped and used the forehead of her, her head on the floor. Bang! She died. Simple. She just died. How many times have you slipped? One day, one day it was raining. My wife said she was fetching water. I don't know what she was doing. I was in the room. The only thing I heard was boom. So I thought maybe it was a bucket or something. So. No, I, I was just there. I didn't come out. I was there no when I came. When I came on Carissa, I said, Mama, what for me? Yes. I said, ah, what happened? 
when I checked, was it your hand or something? The hand was swollen. Hey, I said, what happened? He said, oh, the water. And she used the back of her forehead. That was it. And she's alive. She's alive. Some guys were playing. They were playing. Then one of them pushed the head of his friend like this, come to a wall. You are just playing, no? Oh. And he just pushed, he said, Oh, oh pesa. Then the head to the wall. Bye. Immediately the guy got mad. Yes. The guy got mad and started taking off his clothes. Do you know the reason why God has used this quangra, quangra, eh? the scar, to cover your brain? If you want to understand your brain, the brain is like a thick cocoa. At least in the, the local porridge. The thick one. That is how it is. That's how your brain is. Very thick. And it is very sensitive such that if something small should touch it, it will go off. That is why God has given you this big tikwangra. And when something hits, even a motor accident can make you go mad. Oh yes. One day somebody had an accident with a motorcycle. The person was in a helmet. The helmet break and his head bashed. Some of you, you don't even ride with a, a helmet. How many times have you fallen from a motorbike? How many times have you crashed somebody with a motorbike? No, these things God has done for us. But it seems we've forgotten Him. It seems we don't remember that He has done anything for us. He's not even part of our plan this Christmas. Let me continue. If you are not being for the Lord, who was on our side? When men attacked you, when men attacked you, there are some people in your family they are fighting you. you there are some people in your family they are fighting you. There are some people in your community they don't like you. There are some people they wish you were pregnant as a young girl. They wish you were pregnant. So they say, there are some people they wish you would never get married. You will never, no man will marry you. These are the prayers of men for you. We call it the wishes of men. Yes. Do you know all these things? People want to finish you. People want to disgrace you. Oh. Last night, yes. God showed me about a woman. He said I should pray for. Oh. Somebody was, somebody was going to disgrace the woman then another person came up and took the woman's disgrace the person came to clean the, the, the when you have a, a dream and you see feces feces say toilet so you say toilet they understand, they, they understand. so when you see it whether you are, you are stepping in it whether you are on the toilet, it's, it's a disgrace. It is a disgrace that is coming to you. These are all spiritual things they use. If you've had your, uh, yourself 
either your hand you you were taken whatever it, 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 it's a representation of a disgrace which it, is coming your way. You saw yourself squatting on the toilet. All these things. But if you had not been for the Lord, who was on our side? Then let Israel say. Then let Israel say. Then let the people of God say. Then come for the microphone and tell us who. Come for the microphone and tell us who. Do you know why pharmacists don't sell medicine to uh, patients without a prescription? Because some of the medicines are very harmful. Yes. When you take it over the dose, it can easily end your life. There are some of the medicines when you take it over dose, your, your breathing can cease. There are some of the medicines when you take it over dose, you go unconscious. Some of the medicines can make you faint when you take it over the dose. How many times have you taken medicine overdose? I know you. Even some of the medicines, you don't even read the, the, the whatever on it. You just take it. Your stomach, you just take it. So you are gauging it with your eyes. The day you feel the pain more. If you are supposed to take three capsules, you take ten. So that it can cure the pain fast. Yes. Yes. Look at you. When you take the drug, God will tell the angel, remove the essence. Even though she will collapse right now. Look at that. So if you took it, if you took ten instead of three, then you then you come. Take the fourth one away. Feet, six, seven. Take all of them away. Then all of a sudden, you, then you you don't know that is the seven which was in essence that God has taken up. Some of you can eat. You are not sick. Nothing is wrong. Immediately after eating, they are throwing up. How many of you have had it before? And you were not sick. After that vomiting or throwing up, you were okay. You didn't vomit again. Oh, if only you can understand God. If only you can understand it. You have always thanked him. Those of you who sell food. One of the dangerous jobs anybody can do on earth is to sell food. But people think it's one of the easiest. Selling food. One of the dangerous jobs you can ever embark on. You go and buy beans. Somewhere. Come and cook it. And sell it. But what you don't know is that the beans you want to buy can be poisoned. It can be poisoned. You bring it and you cook it. And anybody who will buy the beans that day and eat will die. Is it, there was uh, uh, this thing circulating. There was this video circulating on Facebook. What's up? TikTok and what I mean. Oh, it's cool. 
Very nice school. A child was celebrating her birthday. Then she brought um, food. Ice creams. Ice creams. And what have you? Toffees. Came to share it in school. To her classmates. They gave it to the class teacher and she shared it. Over 15 students died from that class. 15, they all died in their school uniform. And it happened in Nigeria. Everybody in the class died. All the children who ate it. I think only three or four didn't die because they didn't come early. When they came, the thing was finished. All the students that ate that thing died. Imagine you are in the house. You think your son or your daughter is in school. And they will call you that he's dead. You receive a call that she's dead. And there was one woman, she had three, three children in the same class. All of them died. And come and see weeping and crying and gnashing of teeth. Nobody was consoling nobody. Because they were all crying. How many times haven't your children eaten certain things? How many times haven't you sold a poison food to somebody? In our life. So this Saturday, I am urging all of you. Let's come here with our Thanksgiving offering. And what you put in the envelope is a reflection of what you say God has done for you. If you put 20 cities, in that envelope what you are saying is that from January to today all what God has done for you is equal to 20 cities look at the number of times you've fallen sick the number of times you have fallen sick I mean you and some of you when you fall sick you don't even go to the hospital you only go to the hospital when it is it is serious. I yield me. But look at the number of times you've recovered from all these sicknesses. Is there something in our body that makes us recover? If yes, then why didn't those who fell sick all recovered? Why should some people die out of sickness? Don't we all have the same body? Are you with me? So don't forget that there is a man who has been very good to us. And this Saturday we are bringing our Thanksgiving offering. You've been boarding a car to school. Not one time has a car had an accident with you in it. If the car had had an accident and one of your legs was, was mashed, and they rushed you to the hospital and they needed to cut it off. You were supposed to hold the crutches with one leg. You would understand that you are not a student to thank God. You are not a student enough to thank God. So a lot of the times, students think they are not part of what we are saying. I'm a young girl, I'm not working, I'm this. There are students who have died in your school. Do you know, the, do you know it? Even when you went there, somebody has died. You too. Why not you? Why didn't you die? Is because you are handsome? You are beautiful? You are thick? You are tall? We must all come and thank God. 
Some people went to secondary, they never completed. secondary school, They never go. You've completed secondary school. You're here, you're looking at my face. Come here on Saturday with your Thanksgiving offering. We are not forcing anybody. It's not by force. Don't say hey, when we went to church today. The partner said, Friday, we should all come with money. We don't come, we shouldn't come. That's not what I'm saying. I'm just talking to those who believe God has done something for them. And if you think I'm lying, listen, God demands thanksgiving if you don't know. For people to come and thank him is something he demands. One day he healed 10 lepers. Jesus said 10 lepers. Only one of them came back. And I was surprised. This Jesus that we say is loving, is kind, it's merciful. He asked the, the, the one, where are the nine? Where are the nine? Were you not ten when you came to me? January, were we all, 31st December, were we all not here saying, Father, protect us, protect us, protect us. We were all here praying to God to give us a successful year. And we are in December. How many of us are coming back to say thank you? How many of us are coming back? How many of us are coming back? A child screamed, my head. And that was it. A, a, a boy died during the corona season at a uh, is it Prempe College or one of these schools in Kumasi? The boy was dying. And it was during that season, it was, I think the corona was at its peak. So everybody was afraid to touch the boy. The boy was struggling to breathe, he was panting. And the teachers were all there. Doing like this. And so some of the boys, his, his friends, they came around and they held him, pressed his heart, tried to resuscitate him. Then they called his mother that your boy is dying. His father said, I was somewhere, I had to stop. What when his father got to the school, he was dead. They took him to the hospital, he was pronounced dead on arrival. There was another boy, he, he, he didn't go to the hospital. His mother also came there. He told his mother, Yeah, that's what the boy told. Take care of my brothers for me, okay? And know that I love you. And his mother said, What are you saying? What are you saying? Phone. He was there. And the man who sat there, he said, I will seal the school. Oh, in Ghana, our Ghana, going to see you. Who could see you? Why? These doctors, nurses, and this medical staff, they even kill people more than you know. Sir, doctor, for any medical science, you ask the pharmacist. You can go for the. I'm telling you, they kill more people than we can ever talk about. When they realize it's their mistake, then they'll bring some medical term to cover it. Yes. yes. One day I was sick, I was dying. I, I, not somebody, myself. I was dying, my stomach. 
and I was crying. They rushed me to Saum Hospital. When I was a little boy, I was taken to Saum Hospital. The doctor came to examine me. Doctor The doctor said it was malaria. They treated me for malaria. Still, my stomach. Still, the pain was there. Now, at the point when the nurses, when the doctors come around and the nurses are sharing medicine, they will give me uh, Biko, Motivite, and Para. Every, and I was there for almost one week. Biko, Motivite, and Para. Then one day a nurse stood and watched me. He called my mother. Then he said, China, tomorrow, if the doctor comes around, tell him you want to take your son away if not he will die that woman was my savior I'm telling you that woman was my savior then the woman told the nurse so she told the, my mother that when they come when the doctor come and he says no insist that your your brother is a doctor at Kolebu said he should bring him so the next day when he came my father and my mother they told the doctor we want to take him away the doctor said hey, when he dies it's on you come and sign come and sign they said hey, we will sign we like it we will sign give us pen then they signed and the doctor gave them a transfer letter to Kolebu carried me and put me in the car. When the car hits the bottles, boom. Then I was screaming, I tell you, I screamed. So the, my, the woman told my mother and my father, I said, take him to uh, Akutia, St. Dominic's hospital. There are these white for, uh, missionaries who are doctors over there. They are very good. When we got there, they brought me out of the car, put me on a wheelchair. They brought me one experienced doctor. The doctor, if you experienced, some old man. He was passing. Then he said, "What is wrong with this boy?" He said he has been complaining. He said, "Since when?" It's been close to a month now. He said, "Ah." Then he he did like this. Then he told me, "Hey, oh he said, prepare him for theater right now. Prepare him. He started removing his head. Prepare him for theater. Right there and there. I didn't go to consulting room. I didn't go anywhere. Prepare him for theater right now. Maybe I'm sure he was going home. Then he started changing his clothes. Going for his theater. But another doctor said what? Doctor Fofro said malaria. They, they put me on a stretcher, took me to the theater. Then they said there were holes in my intestines. And they call it typhoid perforation. And they had to cut my intestines and join it. Hey! I died though. You don't know. Oh, I could I could have a dream and I'll be dancing as Zonto goes. <laughs> Having party with ghosts. Oh yes, in my dream. I was at the junction of death. But somebody saved me. Somebody saved me. And those of you who are, who are experts in a bibidro, a man came. A man also came. He looked at me and said, Then he went to prepare Titi Odudo one gallon of Henia. Medicine. Yes. 
one gallon Henia medicine. Henia Odudo. Even if I don't want to drink, they will force me to drink. So I drank the whole gallon. And when it passes through my intestines, it spills into my chamber. So when the doctor saw it, is it serious? So when they cut, we open. They had to draw some of the things. It was more. Then he said, no, 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 no. Put a tube through his nose. Into his stomach. Then they brought a very long tube. Even the one they've been using for drip is small. The size is small. They brought a tube. And they, they pushed the tube through my nose into my stomach. The first man who tried it, I held his hand like this. Don't try. I was there, you know. All the nurses that came, I said, no. They can push it out, pull it out. Then they tied my hands and my legs to the bed. You can tie my legs and my head, but you can't tie my, my neck. Then I'm like, and I thank God for nurses who are doing the work because they have love for the work, not money. Yes. And a very young, beautiful young lady. She's 40. When I was there, she was 45. Oh no, 45 years. She's called Matthew. She was coming for they started in the morning. She came for afternoon shift. When she came, the struggle was still on. When she came, she said, Then he said, I said, okay. Then all the nurses got angry. They told me you will die. You will die. We are trying to work on you and save you. Look at what you are doing. Be there, be there. You realize they are doing it for the money. They don't have the heart for it. Then this woman came. The, 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 the tube, the size is like, it's bigger than this one. Then the woman came and said, listen, I'm going to push this into, through your nose into your stomach. When you feel the pain, tell me I'll stop. Old woman, oh, get into her 50s. I said, okay. Do you know what she did? Then she said, sleep. Then I, I, I laid on the bed. And she sat by my side. And she started pushing it. Like, ah, yeah, yeah, yeah. Sorry. Then she would stop. Then she she would push it again. By the time I realized that long tube is in my stomach. A clap for Matthew. Very experienced nurse. One of these days, I'll go and look for it. She put the thing. And the, the medicine that the Tiodudo they brought was now coming out through the tube. And for over one month it was still coming out. I was not eating. I was not drinking. I don't drink water. I, for one month, no water. Drip. That's what the drip. I, I took like oh, close to 100. Oh. There's there. And I was testing my throat. Were dry. Hey, that was the time I understood the scripture when the Bible says that the rich man, eh, he begged that Lazarus would dip his hand into water. When you dip your hand into water and you bring it out, what will remain? Nothing, no. Give me my water. Give me my water. Look at it. When I do like this, I do like this and I bring my hand. Would water be? There wouldn't be any water. But the man was just 
praying for just a drop like this. I was dying for one month, no water, no food. Just one night, somebody came to my room. It was around 1 a.m. Um, midnight. This man was, was dressed like a, a doctor. In the doctor's room with, uh, how do you call that thing? Stethoscope around his neck. And they've written Dr. Henry. That's what I saw because I was a student. Yeah, sure, Dr. Henry. But then I was, I, was, I was down with my second school. I saw Dr. Henry on his bad like this. That was on his. Then he woke to me in the night. Everybody, all the nurses were sleeping. And I do not nurse going in another. Then he came. He didn't wake me up. He came to stand by my bed like this. And I was lying there. And I felt that somebody was looking at me. So I stood up. When I stood up, he saw me and I saw him. Listen. Then he said to me, I'm going to do something for you. Don't tell anybody. Then he asked me, will you tell somebody? I said, no. Then he said, I'm going to do something. Do you know what he did? You see, the, the, I, saying, I didn't know how you call that thing. The thing which like, it looks like a, a, a sachet rubber where the drip, you see, mostly they, they put, yes. They have another one where they used to take waste water. Like you, if you want to urinate, they'll put it around your leg and uh, if it's full, then you move it and go and pour it away. That was what was hanged to my nose. So this Dr. Henry came. Dr. Henry, and he loosed the thing. And he brought a strange. On the panier. The long one. Not a, a string as in. How do you call that? Is it strange? They put it in the needle. It's not the needle, the minus the needle, a strange. Yes. Then he brought it. And he put it at the, at the entrance of the tube. And he dragged it like this. And he would pour it into the waste can. There was a, 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 a container over there. And it would come back again. No, actually, sir. I think he did it that for four, five times. The last one, when he dragged, now there was no, there was break. Like you could see some breakages in. So it, it means it was finished. So he dragged the last one. And he, put, and he, tied, he came to tie it. Then he said to me, Don't tell anybody what I did. And I said, Okay. Then he said to me that I'll see you again. Then I asked him, can I be your friend? And he said, yes. That was the last thing I said. And I slept. You know that I, I was, I just went off. And he left. I don't know where he passed. He just left. The next morning, the doctors came for world rounds. When the doctor got there, he said, hey, it's so nice. I thought somebody would clap for Jesus. Yes. So remove the tube from his nose. The thing is not coming again. Remove the tube. They took the tube out. Then he said to me, and then they opened the window. Oh yes. And I did like this. Guess what water? He brought one spoon of water like this. I'm telling you. And he poured it into a, a cup. When he gave that, then I said it's finished. He said no. That's all you are taking for two. I said, eh? So those of you who know me, I like water more than food. That's the reason. 
I can drink water for the whole day. Then the doctor said, That's all you are taking. The next day, another teaspoon. It was over. He said the surgery, the whatever is not dried enough. When I force it with food, it will. It will. Hey! We struggled though. Then the doctor said to me, Now I can see you are getting better. So when Matthew came around and I said, Matthew, where is Dr. Henry? And because he said I shouldn't tell anybody what he did, I didn't also want to explain further. Said, ah, that slim gentleman, he said Dr. Henry. He said, I don't know, I'll ask my friends. The next day, I said, is Dr. Henry coming today? Then I said, he's my friend. I know him. Then he went to ask all the people. Dr. Henry, they said, no, there's no Dr. Henry at this hospital. Then the woman told me that maybe he's part of the, the doctor students. And they have students, medical students who come around. And I said, when was the last time they came? They said, last three months. I said, no. The person I'm talking about, I saw him last three days. Then he said, no, 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 no. Then maybe it's a mistake. Right then, then I knew who that Dr. Henry was. Who was that Dr. Henry? Tell me, who was he? He was an angel of the Lord. He was an angel. One of these days, he told me that I was the one who visited you at the hospital. I've seen my guardian angel twice with my eyes. Twice. Twice. One time. One, the first one was at the hospital. One time. The second one was at the, uh, I think it was Sophie's CS wedding. He was having a wedding at Aquitia. And from here to Ensalma, I used like five minutes. Pop speed. I was driving my sports car, um, Calibra, or Bell Calibra, or old car. One door. When I got there, I saw a man with a motorbike and he did like this. And I parked. Then he parked. Then when he came, an old man, he looked into the car. And he said, By then, my, 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 we were not married. She was sitting at my side. And I'm so lonely. Then we all came down from the car. And he took us to the back of the car and he said, Listen, I don't know if my mother and my wife remember. The man didn't ask me, What is your name? Where are you going? No. He said to me, Tobo. Baby, I will call Yes, I found a book on the Yes, that's it. Then he added, So, I said, I know it's more than what Then he asked me, They are making over Father, so that I'm a family that's it. I said, Tobo, why? Then he sat on his motorbike. On the motorbike, my, my mother sat down, my wife sat down. Those of you know, it's home. It was where we have some steep. Um, valley out there, it goes like this. If you are going to Adwechi, and if you are going to Adwechi, it goes yeah, like this. Mm, and there was no curve or there was no road over there. 
So he took his motorbike and he descended like this. Then I also took my car and I followed him. When I came down, he was not there. And we came up like this, he was not there. And I started speeding. I wanted to say thank you. I didn't find him again. My mother was there, my wife was there. I didn't, whether he carried the motorbike and he flew. I, I didn't see him again, again. Some of you have seen your guardian angel, but you don't know he was an angel. So all what I'm trying to say is that if he had not been for the Lord was on our side. If my wife remember, that's the last thing I'm saying. I was going to Tema. Listen, listen. I was going to Tema. I was going to Tema for a, a, a photo shoot. I was going to take pictures and what have you. So I took my iPad, my iPad, my laptop, my laptop, my bag, my bag, all the clothes in my wardrobe. Everything I packed it. Oh, I yawned it. And I took it. Listen, around 10 p.m. Then I heard a voice. I just carried the bag, carried the iPad, the laptop, everything I own. I was going to put it in my car so that by 4 a.m. I will leave the house. So I carried everything. When I opened the door, a voice said to me, go and put the things back. When you wake up at dawn, then you go and put it in the car. Do you know what I said? But it's the same thing. Oh yeah, that's what I said. But it's the same thing. If I put the things in the car now, or I put it uh, in the car when I wake up, it's the same thing. Then the voice came again. He said, I said, take the things back into the room. So that tomorrow morning, come and put it inside. And I said, okay, okay, okay. So I went to put the things back. By 4 a.m. when I stood up, they broke into my car. They've broken the side mirror of my car and they've taken my pen drive. Yes. And the door, they didn't close it, they left it. The only thing they got was pen drive. That one I met on 30 CD. He searched, he looked under the seat, he was looking for money. As for the car, they can't remove it, it will take time. So he took the pen drive and he left. When I stood up in the morning, if I was a Muslim, I would have said, la, 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 la. And I said, Lord, thank you. I didn't know you loved me like that, but me now, I was being stubborn. Like that day, I will cry my heart out. <laughs> like by this time, I will not finish crying. My iPad, all my messages are in it. My iPad, messages now. My laptop, all my books are in it. My laptop, my books now. My clothes, my wardrobe. And by this time, you'll be buying me clothes. God speaks to us. And God delivers us from so many things we are not aware of. But I want some of, some of you to join me come Saturday. It is 24th. Sorry, 25th of December. We are all walking here to say thank you, Jesus. And for those of you who came late, I have told you what I think God has done for me. 
You may not have the opportunity to share with us what God has done for you. But we can express our gratitude to Him. Okay. We can learn to say thank you. If somebody says he loves you, it's not only about the words of man. So because of the Is it not true? Well, there are so many people tell you, I love you, I'm with you, but you know they don't love you. Is that not it? So let's, let's learn the wisdom of these worldly people. Let's take a white envelope. In it, a seed. A seed eh, which will move you. you. When you give it, you know that, ah, I've given something. Something heavy. Oh, if you don't, if you don't want to thank God with a seed, don't give me any gift during this Christmas. I don't need your gift. Oh, I'm saying it again. If you don't want to appreciate God, who, are, who is, who am I? We have not done anything for you. This man who has done something for you. So if you are thinking of bringing me a gift, and you are leaving God out, then keep your gift. I with me. Keep your gift. We don't need it. Uh, it's okay. I've lived from January to today without your gift. Yes. So I want each and every one of you to participate. Jagapi must be part. Kelvin must be part. Pastor Derek should be part of this. Abigail, everybody in this house should be part of this. I, even if it will take you to borrow, eh, to come and say thank you to God and do it. This year, his wife gave birth to a bouncing baby boy. This year, your wife has died. Your wife has also given birth to a bouncing baby boy. You call him Kojo. That Monday should have been the worst day of your life. And on that Monday, that Monday, when you remember, you should cry. Okoto deserves to thank God. You. The devil has plotted a lot about your children. Some of them you saw it in a dream. Some of them God revealed them and we prayed. Today is 19. But all your children are alive. As you said thank you. Auntie Deborah, this soon risky road, death zone, you fly up and down. You don't even go there, you fly. Shum, 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 shum. None, none of these days was a bad day for you. Is that not it? Can you say thank you? Those of you who have been working in Accra. Hey, Juloy, oh, Juloy. You see Sarah being beaten with slaps. Do you know they beat women as well? That they beat women, not all of them are thieves. Some of them is coincidence. But they beaten all these people, some they've killed so many things. But you and I are alive. Can't we say thank you? Because you have been riding bicycle. A cow will carry you and your bicycle away. And I've said this several times. But you are here, you are alive. Nothing has happened to you. You ride bicycle from here to satellite, bicycle to Ablekuma, bicycle to wherever. We are all alive. Yes. Those of you who sell, God has been with us all these years. Can we learn to say thank you? So I'm pleading with all of you. 
Come Saturday is our Christmas day. You never walk in here with a seed of 20 cities, 50 cities. It's an insult, I'm telling you. If you were admitted, one day we, we took somebody to the hospital. I can. He was reading around and he had a cut on his leg. When they did the stitches, my cost was getting to 300 cities. Take the stitches, oh, the stitches. Getting to 300 cities. You've not gotten hurt. You've not killed anybody with your car. You've not killed anybody with your motorcycle. And come and thank God you are bringing 50 cities. How much was your Christmas shoe? Your, your, your daughter's shoe, how much was it? Now 35, 40. Is that not it? 35, 40, 50, 60. You can buy that's even a shoe. Can you give a shoe to the girl without dress? How much is the dress? How much is the watch you bought for her? How much did the uh, the hairdresser took for plating her hair? Count your blessings and name them one by one. And it's going to surprise you what the Lord has done for you. I want to end here by making you stand to your feet in the next one minute you want to talk to God you want to talk to God let's talk to God please you want to lift up your voice and just talk to God this morning lift up your voice and talk to God this morning indeed the Lord has been there for us the scripture says that it had not been the Lord who was on our side then let Israel say lift up your voice and talk to God this evening lift up your voice and talk to God this morning you want to just lift up your voice and talk to God when men rose up against you and your family the Lord was there lift up your voice and use this medium to thank him just thank the Lord this morning you want to thank him this morning for indeed he has been there for you indeed the Lord has been faithful lift up your voice and pray somebody lift up your voice and pray 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 you just want to say thank you Lord you want to say thank you Lord you want to say thank you Lord you want to say thank you Lord let's pray our gracious Heavenly Father, we thank you once again this morning. Father, we thank you for your faithfulness. We thank you for your protection upon our lives. If it had not been you, we would have been laughing stocks to men. But we thank you for being there for us. We thank you and we bless your name. In Jesus' name, we pray thanksgiving. Amen. We hope you've been blessed by this message. For further information on Reverend Amos Darko's tapes and books, please send us a mail at rev.amosdarko at gmail.com or call plus 233-503-861-399. Thank you for your time and God bless you.